I'm Neri. I'm 37, a mum, and I've recently found myself single again. As I've decided to get myself back out there on the dating scene, I thought I'd share my journey with you. I'm hoping that I can help others to know that they're not on their own. Obviously, it can be fun, it can be exciting, it can be exhilarating, but it can also be overwhelming and absolutely exhausting. I've decided to fill a podcast with dating dilemmas, stories, get my friends in, gather advice, and just basically learn how to date, but better. So here is Dating Debriefed. Hello, everyone. We are back today with Dating Debriefed, and I have been lucky enough to be joined with Sadie again. Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's been a lovely weekend. (laughs) Is it nice and sunny there? Oh, it's been gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, yeah. For everyone to know, you are in Galway. I am, yes. (laughs) Still enjoying it? Yeah, I'm loving it, especially when the weather's like this. I'm not ready to move home yet. No, not yet. You're staying out there for the Irish men. I know. I shall be coming over there as soon as we are allowed to fly. Very much looking forward to it. We can find some lovely Irish boys. That sounds like a great idea. No, not boys. Not boys. Men. Men, 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 men. (laughs) So um, for our little listeners, I think wanted to just explain why you're here we had a great chat the other day didn't we and you introduced to something called attachment styles and I did a little online test to see what mine would be because it interested me and I will tell everybody about that in a moment um but yeah you you read a great book didn't you what was this book yeah so it's actually called attached and it's by um, this guy called Amir Levin, or Levine, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, yeah. um, who is a psychiatrist and a neuroscientist um, in America. And he basically has investigated sort of all or researched all these kind of attachment theories and attachment styles that people develop as children yeah. through sort of their relationship with their parents, which kind of then goes on to... kind of yeah like how they would be in a relationship I suppose it sort of you know dictates kind of what their pattern would be and how they would kind of be with a partner um, not necessarily just in romantic relationships but kind of in all relationships I suppose it's like in friendships as well yeah yeah Yeah, I I suppose predominantly in in romantic but yeah, across the yeah, board. Yeah, because really. I Googled it, but regarding romantic relationships. So I kind of put that in attachment styles. I think I put like attachment styles within relationships or something like that. Um, yeah. But the ones that I got, I think mine are different to yours. I'm not sure. The ones that I did find online. So when I Googled it, I put attachment styles within relationships. And that came up for me. It said secure. That was the first one. Then anxious, preoccupied dismissive avoidant and fearful avoidant what ones did you get so I got I got the secure one and then in the book it talks about anxious um then avoidant and then disorganized so disorganized is kind of a mix <laughs> of me. the bad parts of it, both anxious and avoidant <laughs> oh god oh god okay yeah that's not that's not so great that's not so great <laughs> I when I did when I did the little quiz um, yeah. it did actually say that I was anxious avoidant so the one 
like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is actually the worst one. Like, that's really, really bad. Mine, mine came out as, what did it say? It said, um, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. What are the ones that we've got then? So can you, do you know anything about the other ones that we've got? What does well, it Do you know what's interesting? That? Because in the book it says, so it says 50% of people are actually secure, which is obviously kind of like the gold standard. Um, and then it says 25% are avoidant, 20% are anxious, and the rest fall into kind of the disorganized category. But the interesting thing is, is because the secure people, you know, obviously tend to do well in relationships, they're kind of the minority in the singles market. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> the majority is, yeah, because they're they not coming out to do a relationship. For new love. They're all happy. No. They survived the lockdown. <laughs> so you get the the anxious people and the avoidant people, and they're the predominantly single ones <laughs> who, me. when you put them together, <laughs> are like the worst combination. And you're like, oh great. <laughs> That's why none of us can make it. <laughs> We're all left over. The secures are all taken. In anxious avoidant, this is literally what it said. In anxious avoidant um anxious avoidant attachment styles also known as fearful or disorganized type bring together the worst of both worlds <laughs> oh my god this is so depressing anxious avoidance are not only afraid of intimacy and commitment but they dispute no sorry they distrust and lash out emotionally at anyone who tries to get close to them <laughs> so you telling me oh that's everyone on the single market and that is why I'm there <laughs> that's half of the single market that's 90 well no that's 40 percent 40 percent of the anxious types who you know are just like oh my god love me love me love me kind of thing like I just want to be with you kind of thing. Oh and then you have the little 10 percent in the middle who are the secure that everyone's fighting to be with <laughs> And they just find someone really easily. And unless, yeah. unless they get, you know, coupled with somebody like myself, who is just like running away, freaking out, <laughs> looking yeah, for love but... until you actually try to love me, then please leave me alone. <laughs> the interesting thing was it said, so putting the anxious and the avoidant together is a really bad combination, but exactly. you can put an anxious, anxious with a secure... <laughs> No, but you, as in two, two, two separate people. So you could have a girl who is anxious and a guy who's avoidant and oh. put those into a relationship and, and that's not a great combination. But you can put the secure person with either one of those and generally the relationship would do well because okay, the so secure person secure. balances it. How can I <laughs> we become... all need to be secure. <laughs> how, can I, how can I learn to be secure? <laughs> is that a thing? Can I do that? I think you can yeah I think you can adapt your attachment styles or at least take aspects I suppose from the secure attachment style and I suppose it comes with you know emotional maturity and and sort of being comfortable in yourself because you know if you can learn to be alone and you don't necessarily you know if you're having a bad day or your partner's having a bad day and they might snap at you over something you know just everyday kind of thing nothing personal at you you know, as a as a secure person, you would be like, oh, they're just having a bad day. I'm just going to ignore that. Whereas yeah. maybe as an avoidant person, you'd get an, a stop and just kind of walk away and leave them to it. Or, you know, if you're an anxious person, you'd be like, oh, God, what did I do wrong kind of thing? Yeah. So, so it's kind of like building your self-esteem up to know exactly. that the problems are not you. It's that person just having a bad day. Exactly. And and not them responding to it. And, and yeah. I suppose responding rather than reacting to it 
that's a really huge thing I think my brother chatted yeah. to me about that a lot and he was like are you responding to it or are you reacting to it and yeah it that took a really long time for me to learn how to do that or to know when I was doing which and I really mm. do try now to like literally take a moment breathe and then have a conversation about it but this is like literally you know me just starting to do that like I, I really tried to do that in the last relationship that I was in and I just failed miserably <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I just oh my gosh I did so many things wrong so yeah I definitely think that we can learn to be secure but we've got to kind of li- listen to that little voice in our head and kind of say no take a chill pill it's fine because I kind of feel like there's two voices in my head one that is oh, <laughs> one is the anxious and one is the avoided <laughs> So I need to, yeah, I need to chill out. Remember that the problems are, you know, so yeah, if they've come in and they've had a bad day and they're a bit like grumpy or moody or moany, that isn't actually on me. I, I have yeah. done something wrong there. Just let them have no. their moment, chill out and then keep, you know, have a good evening. Yeah. And I, and I suppose it's also recognising you know, what their attachment style might be, you know, they might be the avoidant type where if they are in a bad mood, they just need to be left alone. And, and it's being able to respect that. Whereas, you know, maybe for the anxious person, you know, if they've had a bad day, they might need a little bit more affection. Oh my God. I really so am it's... like the worst person today. I am both of those things. <laughs> I do. I need, if I'm in it, cause I'm a snapper. So I will be like, um, I was literally chatting about this with the kids today and I'm creating little snappers so that's really bad isn't it like I I'm like (laughs) and then I just need to be left alone like no don't talk to me don't hug me don't communicate with me and then I'm fine but also on the other hand when that happens to me I'm the anxious like oh my goodness what's he thinking what's going on have I upset that person oh man okay but but this is why it's interesting because you know when you put an anxious and an avoidant together into a relationship the problem is is that they trigger each other yeah so you know the ang- the avoidant person needs their time alone and then the anxious person is like well why don't they want to be with me like what have I done kind of thing and it 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 sort of builds up between the two of them and then obviously the avoidant person isn't necessarily great at communicating and then they become distant and then the anxious person sort of wants more affection and it's it just creates this massive kind of like bubble I suppose of of emotions and of feelings that just spiral out much heightened yeah (laughs) oh my goodness me I don't want to be an anxious avoidant (laughs) I don't want to be anxious or avoidant let alone with both of them together this is not okay you need to work on the secure (laughs) I do I need to be I really do and I'm really trying to as well I'm really trying to remember that the things you know with all relationships even with friendships it's like I don't know why I always seem to think that I'm the problem it's like I'm either a, a people pleaser well no I am a people pleaser which I also really need to stop doing and I've you know I've covered that yeah before. you need to put yourself first you need to please yourself yeah. first and look after yourself first yeah and actually know that you know if uh, it's like silly things like if I wanted to eat a takeaway and mm. I was on a date with somebody but I knew that they wouldn't like that takeaway even though we were both ordering different things say we were ordering something from Just Eat yeah and they wanted to have a kebab 
Well, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, feel bad for them eating like a plate of dead animal. But <laughs> if, if they, you know, if I want to eat like chips and curry sauce and they were like, yeah. oh, no, I absolutely hate that. Why would you eat that? I would be like, okay, I'll have something else. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. You need to be like, well, because I like chips and curry sauce. And actually, that's a very substantial meal. You've got the curry and you've got the chips. <laughs> <laughs> I can even justify it. Going on there. <laughs> but I wouldn't. And I would feel bad that I've ordered something. So I would eat like, you know, I would, I would, like this actually did happen to me. <laughs> I was actually in this I'm, I'm trying to be like a roundabout way. This actually happened. Like this is actually what happened to me. So I was sitting there and I, you know, he ordered what he wanted to eat. And he was like, why would you eat that? Like that's, that's not, that's not something that is, it's very nice like I don't like that and I was just like no I'm gonna I'm going to order this because I'm trying you know I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to do the right thing and listen to me and there is nothing wrong with chips and curry sauce in my opinion so I did order it and I did eat good it. yeah but no <laughs> I was eating it I was like oh no what's he thinking right now is he being, you know, is he going to be weird about the fact that I'm eating this? And he wasn't. Like, we both finished our meals and, you know, we had a lovely evening. But I was sitting there <laughs> really thinking, oh, my God, the whole time. That would be the anxious side. That's coming. the anxious, yeah. 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 She needs to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I need, if I'm going to grow in strength and be a secure person, I need to not only see through my actions like I was really proud of myself for actually ordering it and not going oh yeah I'll just have I'll just have a veggie burger from the kebab shop with you you know I I didn't do that I ordered my chips and my curry sauce and I ate them and they were yummy but I also did sit there going oh maybe I shouldn't eat all of them maybe I should just or maybe I should just eat them really quickly and then they'll be done So I did baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. At least I ordered it. Baby steps. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you know, if you were ever in that situation again, you'd be like, actually, do you know what? I'm going to order my chips and curry sauce. I'm going to enjoy my chips and curry sauce, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. Good on me. I'm going to get there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm going to ring you, and I'm going to (laughs) say, "Oh my god, I ate my chips and curry sauce, and I didn't even feel bad." (laughs) And you're going to say, "Well done. Have a sticker." (laughs) <laughs> you're on your way <laughs> level one of being secure <laughs> to being secure yeah. do you kind of feel well, like think, that's that's I where we've really got to go we've got to just work yeah, our way up definitely. the ladder to you've get got to, to you've got to you've got to have the baby steps yeah of, and know, then we are like recognizing goals. that you're doing these things to try and get to the secure recognizing you know whether you are avoidant you know if you if you you can't talk about your emotions in relationship and you try and shy away from that it's you know if you're put in that situation that you actually you recognize it and you say okay it makes me really uncomfortable talking about my emotions but I'm gonna try and I might not do it very well but I'm gonna try yeah I'm gonna do this and also I think the interesting thing and another thing to remember is like a lot of the well the majority of sort of how we develop these kind of attachment styles is from our childhood and sort of the way we've been brought up and the way we responded to our parents and that kind of thing so technically we're not to blame for we're not to blame (laughs) so I think my mom and dad are going to disown me (laughs) 
<laughs> how much do I bag on about bad of it issues? <laughs> They're lovely people, guys. They're lovely. Now there's a whole book on it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very lovely parents. <laughs> My family are lovely. We're just very busy people. <laughs> oh god our poor parents (laughs) it's like it's such a teenage thing to do though isn't it it's like no I'm just gonna blame everyone else it's not my fault (laughs) but now I'm part of it (laughs) it's part of it and now we know these things and we're learning these things and actually we're able to say do you know what I'm gonna take responsibility for my actions I'm gonna look at the way that I do things and I'm gonna do you know how nice it'll be one day when I'm in you know a relationship and I'm secure (laughs) and I'm happy and I'm going to be able to say actually I don't push people away anymore I don't you know I can speak about my emotions I can order chips and curry sauce and not feel guilty (laughs) and I you know I'm I'm all round happy in myself in myself so that means and can you can you think of anybody that you know who would be classed as secure um yeah I have I have some really I'm lucky in my job with the fact that I work with so many people and there are a few couples out there who I look at them and genuinely I know that on the outside you can never you never really know what a couple are like I, I do get that but actually, there are there are a few people out there that I think, oh, do you know what? They've got a lovely relationship and they really communicate well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be in a situation like that, where I can, and I know I do know that it all boils down to communication, and it can't just be me, you know. Unless I meet a secure, I, yeah, you know, more, you know. I know you're saying that. Well, how many like fifty percent of people are meant to be secure? yeah they're no I don't know 50 50 of the people that I know are not secure that's interesting yeah I because in the book it talks about saying you know when you're um when you're being triggered so like you know if if you're an avoidant and you're having to be put into an emotional situation when you're being triggered by that yeah think of somebody who you know who would be a secure type and okay. how they would then respond or even call them up and be like, this was the situation I'm in. What do I do kind of thing? Yeah. Because you kind of look at how they would respond to it and how they would react to the situation. So it's, it's always interesting to try and think of somebody who you would think is a secure type. And actually, when I was thinking about it, and I found it very difficult, not very difficult, yeah. but like you, I would have said, I could only think of a few people who I would have said were secure. Yeah. Uh, the majority of the other people that I could think about in relationships would be one or the other anxious or avoidant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I can't, I, I genuinely don't believe that 50% of the people that I know are, are all no. secure. No, but I do think how interesting it is to think that maybe one person in the relationship is secure. But then mm. if you're trying to find one person who's secure, then that's putting a lot of pressure on that one person. Whereas yeah. more than likely it is going to be people that have got the other attachment styles <laughs> yeah. coming together. Like you said, we're, we're the last ones left. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, we've, all, we've all got to try better, guys. 
We've got to so, work on being secure. Come on, we can do this. If we all step up a notch, we'll just start on the ladder up to secure. Um, but I think if you can find somebody, again, it just comes down to communication, doesn't it? And being able to voice, like be able to really use your voice and stand by yeah. it. But yeah. I, I feel like I'm on the first run of secure now. I'm going to get off the anxious avoidant train. <laughs> I'm going to take responsibility. I think that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to realize that that really hasn't got me very far, and that I'm actually now going to start. And step one, you know, that was ordering my takeaway. Step two, what can my step two be? I don't know. Step two is not feeling bad about ordering your takeaway and ordering what you wanted for the takeaway. Yeah, and enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make sure I enjoy it next time. Not just hurry up and eat. Just hurry up and eat. You've done it. And not, not be questioning how he thinks or what he thinks about it. <laughs> I need to get rid of the anxious. <laughs> it's like a little voice in my head going, have you, have you yeah. ever watched Misfits? No. Oh, I'm watching it at the moment. And there is a character in it who's basically, it's like these like little, um, they are, they're people who are, oh, what are they doing? Um, uh, community service so they're okay. you know they're all um they've all done things that are naughty and then this storm yeah. happens and they all get these magical powers that's not a spoiler that is just how it begins um <laughs> but there is a character later on in it that has um that has a, a magical power the <laughs> superhero power power that makes him split into two people so his mm. little anxious self comes out and starts having a chat with him all the time and i do <laughs> when i'm watching it i think i have I have one of them of myself. Like, literally, she follows me around going, why are you doing that? What, why, do, why do you think that's a good idea? Are you sure that's a good idea? I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> and then I sit there and overthink it. So that is my, <laughs> that is my big thing at the moment. Is I'm really trying to not do the overthinking and I'm going to not be so anxious. So my new thing is I'm not going to be so anxious and I'm going to talk more, so therefore I'm not being so avoidant. I will learn. That's good. That's progress. I think it is. I think it is. Have you been on any new dating apps? Anything new to bring to the table? We have reviewed quite a few now. What have you reviewed so far? So we've done Bumble, Tinder, uh, Tinder like everyone's on Tinder, Hinge, um, eHarmony. Oh, what's the one I do? I was on uh, Match. Oh, wow. You've done loads. Done quite a few now. Quite a few. So, oh, um, I tried, I tried Facebook dating. Okay. I've been nervous doing this one. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit nervous. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like what happens if like your friends on there and then they're like, oh, yay. Can we chat? And you're thinking, no, (laughs) how do you politely say that? (laughs) How does it work? It freaks me out. Well, so it's very similar to, I suppose, like Tinder and that kind of thing where you're swiping left and right. Yeah. And it says, I think it says, I, I, you know, I wasn't really paying attention when I was doing it. I was just filling in all the information. But I think was it, it says, long, like, was it a long application? Sorry, I it was you. longer than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Yeah. And what did you just say? I interrupted you. Sorry. So it, I think it says that it doesn't match you with friends. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. But what it does show you, which I did like, 
was, you know, that it will bring somebody up. And if you have friends in common, it will show you the friends in common. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Because then you kind of know that they're a real person. Yeah, and they're not some weirdo, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit like um, a bit like how Tinder used to be. Yeah. They Which used I to loved. show you friends in common. That. Yeah, I really liked that. Just just because, you know, online, it's a bit weird, isn't it? We, we hope yeah. that they're going to be real. And I think yeah. that's a really good thing that they show you friends in common. Plus, because if you like them, you can go and ask your friends if they're any good. <laughs> yeah. And be like, what do you think this up. person? Yeah. Are they, are they good? Are they nice? <laughs> <laughs> are they going to screw me over? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, that's good. Did you match with anyone? No. Oh, <laughs> how long have you been on there? I have to say, I was only on it a very short time. I, I, I would like to say it was a short, but con- like I was on it a lot going through because I was on my day off. So I was like, right, okay, I'm going to like go on this and see if there's any cool people and any nice people. So I was on it for a while, like for the day, going on and coming off and whatnot. And <laughs> God, what? <laughs> you know- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know when like you know you're on tinder or whatever and and you've got like okay I suppose this brings back to our avoidant and our attachment styles you know you've got (laughs) you've got your 50% of average people you know average looking yeah yeah you're not bad yeah okay I'll go yeah I'll give give you a go and then you've got like (laughs) oh god (laughs) your your small percentage of your disorganized but actually they're the really hot ones who you're like oh my god you're amazing And then you've got the massive group in the middle who are just like, oh, Jesus, you <laughs> fell out of the ugly tree. <laughs> oh, no. oh, those poor guys. <laughs> oh, it was just, there is oh, someone God, out because... there for everyone. <laughs> there is. And the nice thing that I liked was about it was that everybody see who liked you. you. No, only okay. if you match. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> I can't I can't cope with I can't cope with just anyone talking to you I just no. feel like the first stage should always be a match yeah match and I then we actually can have a chat. No, I matched with two people sorry I matched with two people but okay. I I just I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to myself to stay on it I just thought oh god the, the people on here are just all the ones who have migrated from tinder because they've had no luck on tinder and <laughs> But that's how I used to feel about Plenty of Fish. It used to freak me out back in the day because, like, <laughs> I think it was more because anybody could talk to me. So I just did not like that. And that's changed now, which I think is really good about Plenty of Fish. I'm glad that that has changed. But yeah, it was like kind that. of like, you know, it used to be the app to use was Plenty of Fish. And then I, I think they went wrong by just letting everybody, you know, just a free for all. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. But now that you can just swipe, swipe, swipe. But because... I'd got a bad I- image of it from all those years ago. I felt bad because I was literally on yeah. it for like a day and I was like, oh, I can't be on here. But the thing, yeah. like, the thing, reason I've stayed away from Facebook dating is honestly, I'm glad that you've cleared that up for me, is that I was really scared it was going to match you with my friends. So the fact that it hasn't and that, yes, mm. the whole world's on Facebook, isn't it, pretty much. So it must have a lot of people using it or the people that aren't using it are scared that they're going to suddenly have all of their you know the single because fr- yeah I and I- dating's a private thing I know obviously <laughs> I talk about it loads um but I think you want to have a bit of privacy and it always scares me 
when you're saying verifying through Facebook, I always think, oh my God, is this going to share it to my profile? Like, oh, Mary. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like that fear of God moment of, I don't want the whole world knowing that I'm dating. Like, it's private. And yeah. I just love the way that I keep saying it's private and yet I'm doing this, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Couldn't be less private, could I? Um, so no, I think that's really good. And I'm glad that you've cleared that up. I, I have actually had a friend recently and she she met somebody on Facebook dating. And I'm hoping Is it going well? With her. Yeah, it's going really well for her. Ooh, um, that's good. So, yeah, she's been like a positive kind of, oh, should I, should I not? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the main reason. So maybe I'll give that one a go and have a look there. What? I, I've gone back to old faithful of Tinder. I yeah. Say. I've got to say, everybody's <laughs> on Tinder, aren't they? That is the one. Tinder yeah. or Bumble. I seem to feel like they're the ones, all the same people are on those apps. Yeah. I, I'm on both. <laughs> exactly. Everyone is. Everyone is. I, I was swiping and came across my ex. I was like, oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. And I was oh, like, oh, that's awkward. Yeah, it is awkward, but it's more awkward because I was kind of a bit like, oh, I want to swipe yes to you. <laughs> did you swipe yes? I did. Um, so we shall see. Nothing has happened yet. <laughs> that's bad. I've done that. <laughs> done that. I kind of just feel like, out of respect, he should swipe and say yes to me. Just because I'm an anxious I, I avoidant just... doesn't mean that I can't be loved. <laughs> I swiped yes on one of my time. exes. Did you? Because <laughs> I was, I did, yeah. But because I was like, well, I want to know. Like, yeah. do you do you miss me? It was in like, <laughs> I know I'm going to come up on yours. So and the like, fact that they haven't texted right. us independently well, of, of a dating app, <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But we still Maybe they just we need still... that little boost of confidence <laughs> though. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> no, it's totally me. I was just like, please swipe me, please swipe me, please swipe me. It was just oh, rude not to. But thank you so much for today. I have really loved recording this podcast with you. It's been so fun. No, it's been great. <laughs> and read the book. Read the I'm, book. It's yeah. really interesting. I'm definitely going to. What was the book called again? Attached. Bye. Amir Levin, Levine. I'm not sure how it? you say it. Oh. Uh, L-E-V-I-N-E, Levine. Okay. We shall all be looking at that one. Yeah. Let's all do. make ourselves a secure, guys. Let's go up Way. that ladder and be Tinder gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you loads. I'll speak to you soon. I love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.